0: Welcome to A Healthier You Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You Little by Little, Cindy Little. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode three. Wow, can you believe it already? It's episode three. And in the first episode, we talked about setting SMART goals and damn goals, as I said it, and what kind of exercise and how much exercise in podcast number two. And now we're on to the probably the most important thing, and nutrition is what I would say is the most important thing. It's more important than exercise. And when you break it down, you know, the 80-20 rule, you may have heard 80%, you eat healthy 80% of the time, 20% of the time you can be okay or take a break. There's also the 80-20 with nutrition is 80% of it, 20% is working out in your genetics. Well, if 80% is nutrition, why are people eating nutritionally bankrupt food and foods of convenience and eating food that has pesticides on it, herbicides, insecticides, germicides? Did you know that side means death? C-I-D-E, the ending of all those words means death. So there's literally spraying death on our food. And the thing is, we can't control all of the food that we eat. But obviously, if you are choosing better choices, that would be a good thing, like less sprayed products would be good. And you may have noticed that the cancer rate has increased. Now it's almost 50% of the population is getting it, one out of two people. Obesity is skyrocketing, GI issues, anxiety, disease, it all comes from an acidic state. And I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about acidity and I'm going to talk about nutrition. How can you avoid acidity in your diet? Here's a couple of things. Foods that are acidic, and you can Google this, foods that are acidic and foods that are alkaline. Acidity is where cancer and disease grow, so you want to try to stay away from acidic foods as much as you can. I'm not perfect by any means. I'm not saying like I'm a a monk here, and I'm not a professional bodybuilder anymore and I'm a very moderate person. So anything that comes out of my mouth, you can guarantee that I am a very moderate person. Most people who know me know that, and I'm not like a a really strict 100% kind of girl on nutrition. But I'm going to give you some tips. So acidic foods cover coffee, alcohol, red meat, packaged items, deli meats, dairy foods, highly processed foods, and restaurant foods. Usually takeout foods have MSG, lots of salt, lots of fat, and not necessarily the good kinds of fat either. And so what could you do to maybe cut out some of these acidic foods? Well, one, you can turn to more alkaline foods. And alkaline foods are white meat, seafood, fish for the protein sources, eggs, and If you're a vegetarian or vegan, you'd probably want to go for some uh, vegan sources of protein like tofu, nuts, quinoa, and a lot of vegetables. Obviously, green vegetables are good for alkalinity, so you want to include those in your diet. What if you could commit to 30 days of cutting these things out of your diet to see how good you feel? Like cut dairy out, cut gluten out, like white breads, white sugars, white flour, And I'll bet you, just doing those three things, dairy, gluten, and white sugar, and white flour, you will feel, and probably, you'll feel so much better, and I'll bet you drop 10 pounds, like, depending on what size you are now, of course. And I do recommend nutritional cleansing. It's something that I was introduced to 13 years ago by a nutritionist when I was a gym owner and trainer. And I tried a 30-day cleanse, and I felt fantastic and I just did one in January. I, I ran a group through a cleansing program and man, we all feel so good. You typically lose some bloating and some inches around the waist. How many of you have a muffin top right now? I know it's easy to get a muffin top, especially post-Christmas or post-summer uh, when you've had all those good golfing days with beer and wine and friends and gatherings, you know, pre-COVID <laughs> when we could do stuff. All right, well, If you were like, this is a perfect time, like I'm talking to you here in uh, late January of 2021, and we're all locked in in Ontario. And I'm taking the opportunity here to show on podcasts to help people with their health. I'm taking the opportunity to cut back on my drinking and really smarten up my diet. And I've already released five to 10 pounds. And I I tend to do that a couple times a year, just do a nutritional cleanse for 30 days. And so what I do is I fortify my body with high quality nutrients, vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and I take two very nutritious shakes a day. And I get all of that, all of that minerals and digestive enzymes in that shake. And then intermittent fasting. I know it's a big buzzword. You've probably heard it too. What is it and why does it work? Well, some some of the people that do intermittent fasting or that can benefit from it are people with Alzheimer's, arthritis, asthma, MS, stroke, and in reducing inflammation. So those are the things, uh, um, the reasons why some people do intermittent fasting. So do bodybuilders or people who want to lose weight. They, they do intermittent fasting. So what, does, what is intermittent fasting? It's when you reduce the number of hours you're eating in a day. And or you can do it one day a week. That's what I like to do is just one day a week, not every day. I limit the calorie intake. So bodybuilders do this. They go through high and low-carb days. That's what we used to call it back in the 80s and 90s, high-carb day, low-carb day. And it confuses the body because it helps break up the plateau of it expecting to get uh, food. And when your body is in an intermittent fasting state, it actually... Burns more calories and raises your growth hormone and growth hormone is what builds your muscle So it's good to tease your body once in a while. I know that doesn't sound very fun for people who've never done it Like what the hell i'm not giving up food Well, you don't necessarily have to give up food But it's just restricting the hours that you're eating the food and some people will go from like eight o'clock at night till 12 o'clock the next day. So they'll do like a 12 or 18 hour kind of fast, and by doing that, you're giving your digestive system a break, you're allowing your blood sugars to control itself, and to slow down your liver's response, and uh, to, like, it reduces liver fat, it improves your blood pressure, it helps, again, confuse the body, it can lower cholesterol, and again, it can help break a plateau that you might be on. Fasting for 10 to 6 hours can Cause your body to turn fat stores into energy, which releases ketones into the bloodstream. In return, it encourages weight loss. I know sometimes when I do a cleanse day, because my body's not digesting a lot of food, I will get colder. I will urinate more, which is good because every time you pee, you're releasing toxins. And typically I recommend that people have at least 16 cups of water and upwards on a cleanse day. Or pretty much any day, you should be drinking lots of water to hydrate. Because the more hydrated your organs are, the better they'll function. And the better your organs function, the better you lose weight. When something's out of whack, you're not going to lose weight. I, I, I counsel people on this almost daily when they hit plateaus in their weight. Okay, how much stress do you have? If your stress is up, you're not going to lose weight because your cortisol levels are up. If you're not drinking water, you're not hydrated. So your body's in starvation mode and if you're not sleeping well, your, your sleep disrupts your weight loss as well. So those three things are three things to take a look at. Feeding your body optimally every day is ideal for weight loss and for mental clarity, for mental focus, and it does prevent a lot of diseases if you're eating alkaline. Those are some tips today. I talked a little bit about cleansing, I talked about intermittent fasting, talked about the importance of water, talked about intermittent fasting so those are some of the things that i wanted to cover today next time we will cover something more in depth maybe it will be Hmm. i guess i'll keep it a mystery show up for episode number four and you'll find out all right to next time have a great day thanks for listening to a healthier you little by little do you have a question about something you heard today an idea for a topic perhaps or would you like to reach out to cindy send her an email coach Cindy Little at gmail.com or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health the number two wealth.ca or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy little. Once again, thanks for listening